0: In The Mix.
1: Pass it on.
0: This time of upheaval is causing me to look a little deeper inside myself, looking for some goodness. And this is what I've found. I'm more aware of my neighbor's well-being. I'm saying thanks to those who help keep my life as normal as possible. My mail carrier, my grocery cashier, my delivery person. I find myself caring about others instead of just looking out for myself. And oh, my goodness... Does
1: it feel good? Goodness is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. This is your number one radio station.
0: You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water,
2: right? 85% water?
0: I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh! Me to me the intercom
1: thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay
0: for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading Bargain liquid detergent. Your number one hit music station.
1: For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on. From Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 brings back the hottest hip-hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. Then KLP in the morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas.
0: You know what it is? Put your
2: your hands up. Tune in now
1: on any audio platform.
2: Go good morning atlanta welcome back to another exciting podcast this is of course klp in the morning i'm your host KLP kennedy lucas welcome back to another exciting podcast here today i am blessed highly favored and thankful that you guys are tuned in for this morning's show uh and i do say morning because we're we're recording the morning show doing it live morning but by the time you seeing it, it might be in the afternoon when we release this episode, simply because today is Thursday, is December 21st, and of course, we've got a lot of things that happened this week. We were up late last night, cutting up some video, and we came right back here in the morning for the studio. So uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Uh, it's bright and early. Uh, So we're going to make the best of it. So hopefully you guys have been watching or listening to our two shows this week. Of course, SNN Primetime News and well, actually, no, I'm lying. Three shows. So it's SNN Primetime News, uh, the Spectrum Podcast, a new show by my buddy Blaze Ryder and my girl Monica Gray. There's their exclusive podcast show over there. And also, I'm excited, T uh shout out to my good buddy Rocco styles yes we debuted him on the show as well klp aftermath our comeback episode our comeback show uh welcome uh to Rocco styles i'm sure he is actually not here in the studio quite just yet he is coming to the studio later because we got to do another episode for klp aftermath but um yeah thank you for staying tuned for that guys you guys enjoyed that episode uh you guys like the topics we talked about and i hope to keep the train rolling um and i think i might have mentioned here on podcasting before but i do want to thank you guys the fan base i know i'm not trying to get mushy because we do have topics of conversation i do have a must watch list as well uh for movies but i'm very very humble when it comes to producing shows for our fan base uh we try really really hard to give our fan base the, the, the best and I'm always going to say this, T, and T's here too, but I'm always going to say this, and I'm very, very humble about it, is simply because years ago, we didn't have a camera. We didn't have cameras. We didn't have lighting. We didn't have a studio. Years ago, when we were first getting started, I had a Nintendo 3DS camera and an HP computer, and that's all I had. I didn't have no mic, right? I didn't have fountain power. I didn't have a mix board. I didn't have none of that years when I first started back in 2010, So now that it's 2023, getting ready to be 2024, you know, we've got the lights, the cameras, the equipment and all the necessary things that we need to, you know, give you guys not only a great show, but just an amazing, amazing, rocking good time when it comes down to uh, producing shows. So I'm humbled. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for all of the talent that is a part of the journey that's doing the shows here at KLP Entertainment because, you know, we're up and it's just been really really fun. It's been really fun to produce and to coach and to get people on mic and just to express themselves and get the show out. So it is quite exciting. I love it. Um but let's move on to our topics of conversation because this was a conversation that I wanted to talk about here on the podcast KLP in the morning. And I'm very very I'm very very excited for the future of actors right the strike is over and one thing i've noticed too t when the strike is over y'all people start posting what they got coming next they started posting about their next movie their next tv show we're guilty of it too we announced city never sleeps after the strike was over and the reason why we did that is because even though we are an independent studio we're not primarily part of sag so we could just release whenever we wanted i had voice actors and actors in this movie that was part of sag so i had to hold off on that so quite, quite interesting for that. I'm glad that the SAG, and I'm, I think I've talked about this in previous shows, I'm glad that the SAG is over because now my some of my actors that are part of SAG that come to KOP Entertainment for a movie or a TV show, they can come back to work. So I'm very, very humble about that. But I'm excited for the future of 2024 because now that the SAG strike and stuff is over, folks can get back to work. And when I say folks can get back to work, they can get back to work and we can finally get some good TV. So, I watched this interview from Sirius XM. It was a Sirius XM production show, and they had the cast members of this new movie, The Color Purple, the musical uh, movie that come out Christmas Day. I do want to see it, by the way. So, Taraji, Taraji P. Henson, I want talk to talk about her specifically in a good way because she has made some valid points. Uh, I'm glad that she didn't quit acting. I th- she's a phenomenal actress. She played in so many great, great films like uh, Hidden Figures for one. That's one good one. Uh, Hustle and Flow is the next one. She played Miss Cookie Lion and the Empire show series. Right. Uh, she's been doing a lot of great, great stuff. And she's getting more into her back when it comes to acting and being an actress because she's also in The Color Purple. She's playing Sugar Ivory in this musical and a lot of people were shocked like people was like oh taraji can sing yes i knew i knew she can sing i knew that she can sing because she's sing a little bit in empire right so it's not just so much about her singing in empire she's a she's a singer too so i get very very excited for a taraji P henson project i really get excited for her coming on screen and giving it her all and stuff oh and the um, the best uh, the best of enemies right that's another good one with, with her and um, Sam Rockwell so she's been in a lot of amazing films so far that I've seen um, but she made a good valid point T she got emotional when the podcast host asked her about you know you thought about quitting acting and from uh, an actor myself and a director and a producer acting is is hard it's really really hard to act out a character when you really want to give it your all so I feel for Taraji B. Henson when she said it's a tough job to get into the reason why she got so emotional is because actors don't get paid as much as they should they don't it's the same thing with voice actors it's the same thing with video game actors anime actors method actors right actors in general they don't get paid as what we see on tv Taraji P Henson brought up a good point that she if you made 10 million dollars because that's what the news is you know fake news is fake news right news is out there where they might say hey This actor raised $10 million from this movie. For us, with blogs and and vlogs and podcasts and all of these news outlets, we're thinking that, hey, you made $10 million from this movie. But you guys got to realize, just like everybody with normal jobs and 9 to 5s and actors, whatever job you have, Uncle Sam is here to take your money. Right? Right? there are taxes uh i don't know how accurate this is because me being an actor uh i haven't made 10 million dollars for my acting not yet anyway but i can kind of i have to go by what taraji b henson said that you know they get taxed 50 percent off of what they made i don't know how accurate that that could be accurate because taraji doesn't really lie right I just don't know because I haven't made $10 million for acting. I just can't contest to that. But I'm just going to go. I'm just going to roll it. Let's say 50% off taxes, right, T? So when 50% off your $10 million, that's about $5 million that you take home. Taraji Pienza, and the reason why she got so emotional is because it's when actors say they don't really get paid as much, there's some truth to that because Taraji might have a team. She might have to pay her PR, her agent, her um, makeup artist if she has one, if the film didn't provide her with one, right? She, when she's a public figure out there and she's going to award shows and she's going to do press, she has to buy outfits because first impressions everything, right? So she has to pay her team all of this from her five million because uncle sam already don't took 50 percent of it because you got to pay taxes i always encourage people yeah pay your taxes because it's not worth going to prison right so you pay your taxes now you're left with whatever you're left with and then you got to pay your team right and i experience it here too we all experience it here at, at klp entertainment where we make uh from a client sale Or our podcast made some money, right? We are paying, even though with equipment, we don't pay off equipment because we just paid off our equipment so we can have ownership, so we don't have to rent equipment. But sometimes we have to pay renter equipment. Sometimes I got to make sure my talent, my co-hosts, make sure they straight before I can reward myself. And then pay the taxes, right? So I understand her frustration in not being able to get paid well because you in news would say yeah this actor made 10 million she made 10 million for the movie taxes are gone right and then she's left with what she's left with then she has to pay her team so it's the same thing and that's why Taraji got a little bit emotional in the serious XM interview simply because it's hard it's really really hard for, for actors and especially when you're when you're a part of SAG <laughs> right? And there's a strike and you definitely can't work. You know, it's a little, it's a little tough. Um, I do, and that's why you see a lot of actors and actresses that make a lot of money, right? From movies that they've been doing and they, they venture off, right? You see, you see people getting sponsorship deals to companies or partnership deals with company, because that's how you let your money circulate, right? If you think about it, for an example, Shaquille O'Neal, right? Shaquille O'Neal, basketball player but he's not just a basketball player he got his doctorate degree he's invested in epson printers papa johns gold bond uh general uh insurance right along with his tnt show right so he's letting his money circulate by investing in all of these companies and that's where i feel like there's a lot of actors and actresses they tend to mess up on that because maybe They're just acting and making millions, right? But then you're not investing, you're not letting your money grow. And that's where a lot of people mess up at and that's why they say, oh, well, I'm really broke, right? Unless you're this A-list actor, let's say a Leonardo DiCaprio or Denzel Washington to where, yeah, you might have a hundred, or Dwayne Johnson too, you might have a couple million in the bank, right? And you're set. Even those actors invest in stuff. So it's just one of those things that, Actors and actresses, they have to understand and have to copulate that you know you have to invest in, in your, your your profile. You got to invest in the money you make from movies. You got invested in, in companies, so that way, if the movie thing doesn't work out, or or if you're part of SAG and you can't work because you're on strike, now you have some other source of income, right? So it's it's just it's a lot of uh, bolts and crannies when it comes down to that. um But shout out to Taraji P Henson. I understand the frustration. Um, yes, it is. I don't understand her frustration because she's making more money than me as an actor, right? But I understand the point of acting and not being able to make as much money as you want because there are taxes going out there. I tell you guys, there's, there's a tax for everything. And I'll let you in on a, on a trade secret. When I make movies, right? When my movies hit Tubi and Prime and Apple TV and Roku, right? There are taxes on that. I would see the results of the, the money, and it's, it's good money, right, that I make from my movies, but there are also taxes on that. And boy, those, those taxes piss me off. Yes, they do, because it's my hard work on these movies, but that's just how the way it works in business. I would rather pay taxes because I don't want to be, first of all, I don't want to go to jail for not paying taxes. That's tax evasion. I do not want to mess with the FBI with that. I don't. So I would gladly pay my taxes to make sure to keep myself out of trouble. But I understand the frustration when actors say, hey, taxes are are a bitch when it comes down to how much they're grossing at the box office. So um, I do hope it gets better uh, when it comes to and this is just for any actor, whether you are a film actor, voice actor, game director, actor, uh, voice director. Right. I want people to be able to get paid the money that they deserve if they got great talent that's just one of the things that I, i do look for and i hope it gets better i really do hope it gets better i really do so moving on guys we have what we call the movie to watch so far and i gotta say I gotta say there, there's a lot There's a lot of uh, There's a lot of movies that are out right now Okay so we do have a, a much Must watch list, sorry for the jump Cunt too for the podcast, I had to get some water um, I always say to people Make sure you stay hydrated uh, When you're speaking it can kind of wear you down A little bit so it's good to stay hydrated So I'm, I'm better uh, So this movie that is out right now On Netflix and it's kind of cool that there's there are, are a lot of movies out right now I think a lot of people are realizing that people are going to be home for And this is smart, too. A lot of people are home for the holidays this time around. So they're pushing out a lot of shows and movies for streaming services. I got a show to must watch, but that's going to be when we come back to break. It's going to be Singles Inferno, Inferno season three. I have to finish that season. It's So good. It's so spicy. But the movie that I'm talking about. And it won't be Barbie because Rocco Styles already did his review on it on the KLP Aftermath show. By the way, if you missed the KLP Aftermath uh, podcast, go back and listen to it. Uh, Me and Rocco, we cut it up in the first episode this week. So my movie that I'm going to uh, review here on KLP in the Morning is Gran Turismo. Now, Gran Turismo is the latest movie from PlayStation Productions and of course Sony as well with 24 Entertainment. Um... And I'm going to give you my my overall scope of it. PlayStation has it to where they have something, right? It's hard to do adaptations when it comes to video games because we don't want them to screw it up. Of course, my favorite adaptation, obviously, they won at the Game Awards, is The Last of Us. Great adaptation. I can't wait for the next season. Hopefully, they don't fuck it up. But Last of Us is a great adaptation from PlayStation, right? So now moving on to gran turismo um it's good it's it's really good i i didn't think it would be that good in my opinion uh you have this main character his name is is jo- uh, john john uh i can't pronounce his last name but you know he's he's british and he's based off a real person by the way a real gamer real race car driver by the way so i love stories like that when it's based on a real story um so this kid goes in and he's driving gran turismo and he gets into this competition to go to the gran turismo academy right nissan is backing this up nissan and playstation and he has the opportunity to become a real racer in the real world of course there's a uh, uh, chief uh, engineer that engineers the cars and helps them win and then there's a marketing guy that you know he's the marketing guy and at first he didn't want the the british guy he wanted the the united states uh guy the the dude from the united states because of marketing play right but it didn't quite pan out like that he becomes the racer and then of course he wins the 24 hour race competition of course there's some drama between him and his dad because his dad would look like he was a, a soccer player right and tried to go pro and it didn't work out so he ended up working in a factory and the son said hey that's not gonna be my life and that's pretty much the basis of the movie uh it's a good movie it's a good race movie i like movies that race movies like that i really do love because obviously if you guys seen one of our movies faster is a race movie and those are really fun to make they're really they're time consuming but they're really really fun to make so I do want to make a movie like that one day. Um, Grant, Apollo, if you're watching the podcast, you know, if you want to make a movie like that, just, you know, where my office is. But uh, it's good. I really like how more PlayStation branding was a part of this. Me being, now I play Xbox, Nintendo and PlayStation. I like all three. Um, I'm playing my Switch right now currently, but I do love PlayStation, right? Especially my PlayStation 5 at home. I love it um so i liked how good the marketing play was formed for playstation you know you can see playstation's logo everywhere uh you can see nissan's logo everywhere i can tell that they based off the cinematography and the scenes playstation and nissan specifically threw a lot of money into this project i, I gotta say that they did because this looked really good right the character development was was great uh some of the scenes were very very good in my opinion as a cinematographer um the end result of it was uh like yeah okay he won but we all knew that he was gonna win right there wasn't that much of suspense and i think that was kind of missing from the story is that okay he becomes a uh, he goes to training right He's training to become a a racer, right? There's a humble beginning because he's struggling, but at the end result, he wins the 24-hour cup, right? That's kind of predictable. I would have liked to see what I would like to see. Maybe he struggles, there's a suspense, and maybe what if he didn't win? Or maybe he came in second. That's when you can follow up with the second one. You got a sequel. Because now, which I know they're probably going to make a grand to with too. Obviously, I think they will, right? How will you tie in that story? How will you continue that story? Because he won the 24-hour cup. I think we've seen a lot in this first movie that if you're thinking about doing a sequel, you gave us way too much in the first one. So what else can you do? Right? I think when it comes to creative writing, and look, I'm not an expert, I'm not a genius, right? They've had more expert creative writers in this movie, obviously. But, I would, you would think that if I'm going to make a sequel of a project, where if the project is just too big for it to be a one movie, cut some stuff out, leave a suspense for part two. That's one thing I love to do with my movies, that, hey, there's a suspense I'm gonna leave a cliffhanger because I know there's more to the story but boom now I got my second movie and that's how I make more money as a business person when it comes to making movies that's how I I would do it Um, but like I say this movie is is really good I know this is a short review but that's really that's really what the movies about Um, it's really really good to see that this is a real story um i'm very excited when i see a playstation project uh like i say, the last of us was good uh the series was good uncharted was okay it wasn't the greatest right um and gran turismo right so now i can't wait and it really blows my mind because i can't wait for i can't wait to see um horizon live action adaptation right um i I do think that we're going to get a new Ratchet & Clank. We kind of already have a Ratchet & Clank movie that came out in 2015. Um, but I think they're going to redo it. I think they, they should redo it and have Rivet, right? And the girl robot, I've got her name, from Rift Apart. They need to make a Rift Apart movie or some sort, right? Um, so I get very, very excited for these these IPs and these, these adaptation movies um they and this a lot of video games are doing of course sega with sonic nintendo with mario right now you got sony with thought uh, with uncharted and last of us and now gran turismo so a lot of companies are are figuring out ways to make adaptations with when it comes to their movies and i think it, it works it really works if they do it right so very very excited go check out gran turismo it is available right now on uh, Netflix, you guys do not want to miss it. If you guys enjoy it, I I liked it. It was it was it was good. It was very very good. So coming up next, we've got of course who we got here. Oh, we got sorry, we got Axel here for our sports news of today. Take it away, Axel. know this, and some of y'all don't
0: let's do it two-time all-star john morant will have a chance thursday night to try to top a perfect ending the memphis grizzlies dazzling point guard plays his first game at home since the end of his 25 game suspension to start the nba season because of his social media antics with guns memphis not only needs morant on the court the grizzlies hope he brings fans back to a venue that felt more like a crypt than nba arena without him With Morant banned from watching games from the bench with his teammates, empty seats had been easier to find than fans in Memphis. The last team to win a game on their own court goes into this game against Indiana as one of two NBA teams still with only one home victory. Morant made quite the splash in his return to the NBA on Tuesday night, scoring 34 points in the game-winning bucket over New Orleans. Morant called that game the perfect ending to a perfect day. The Grizzlies' president reminded fans on social media after the team rallied from 24 points down that tickets were available for Thursday night's game. By Thursday morning, only a few remained to watch a team with a 7-19 record overall and just 1-11 in Memphis. Fans booed Morant in New Orleans early. That likely won't be the reception he receives in Memphis in his first game on that court since April 26 in Game 5 when Morant and the Grizzlies staved off elimination for one game in the first round against the Los Angeles Lakers. Morant provided a stark reminder of how much better the Grizzlies are with him. Yet, the franchise that earned the number two seed in the Western Conference each of the past two seasons and won the inaugural play in games to earn the number eight seed in 2021 faces a tall task to earn a fourth straight playoff berth. The Grizzlies, who hope to get offseason edition Marcus Smart back soon, went into Thursday 12th of 14 teams in the West and six and a half games back of Phoenix for the 10th spot to even earn a play in opportunity. Any hopes Morant might have had for postseason awards also are gone. The NBA tweaked some policies for this season to get players to play more games and take fewer nights off to rest. The rule requires players to play in 65 games in most cases. Even if Morant plays every game the rest of the season, he will play in 57 games. Seeing him in Memphis won't be easy either. Thursday night's game is followed by a four-game road swing before the Grizzlies cap 2023 hosting Sacramento on New Year's Eve.
2: Thank you, Axel. Of course, Axel, sports uh, correspondent for the podcast, KLP Aftermath, as well. Now, moving on to tech news, that is. And I'm very sad about this one because Apple Watch. Apple Watch uh, banned everybody. Look, Apple's. People stay coming for Apple. It's a sad dynamic, but people stay coming for Apple. Now, on December 18th, and I'm just reading here from The Verge, so that way I can have these notes here. It says, from The Verge, uh, Apple abruptly announced plans to pull two Apple Watch models, the Series 9 and the Ultra 2, from the store shelves starting on December 24th. The move came in response to the import ban handled down by the U.S. International Trade Commission, which ruled in October that Apple infringed on patents for pulse um, Oxim- oximetry tech made by Massimo, a medical device maker now this means that apple can no longer import and sell its newest apple watch models in the u.s at least for the time being the company is already trying to come up with a solution to avoid the ban but it might take a while until the dispute is completely resolved um yeah i'm sad about this one because i thought about picking up an apple watch uh, ultra 2 right i thought about it and i'm still thinking about it i just when you when you when you buy stuff look I'm not, not cheap with it, T, but you know, I have. To, I'm very cautious about what I spend. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very, I'm very, very cautious about what I buy and spend. Um, I, I am for one that this year alone, and I'm glad to say this, right? I'm happy. I'm excited to say this, that I spent money on my family members for Christmas um this year i try to not be selfish and just hey i'm not buying anybody anything i'm gonna buy my own stuff i kind of did that, did that last year because we were up last year we're up again this year but i like to gift give for my family as well so i ended up buying gifts for my my family and then i was like okay so i'll pass up on the ultra watch too they're still gonna be in stores i'll buy it later right but now that i'm scared because now i don't know if if apple's going to beat this band or not um it kind of sucks because i am huge on apple uh, apple products all the way in in my opinion um but this band is really really important and and i hope that apple beats this band because this is a problem now because the series 9 and the ultra 2s that's your latest watch models that's the model that everybody wants to get maybe for and probably ordered it already for christmas but you might have a lot of people that might get gift cards for gift for christmas to say Bam, now i can go get that new watch right just in the nick of time for christmas so it's just it's a weird dynamic as well if i was apple I would figure out a way to merge or to acquire Massimo, right? Apple is this trillion dollar giant. So you can't say that you ain't got the money, that I ain't gonna buy that. But there's gotta be a way for Apple to say, hey, let's compromise, what do you want? And then they'll find, Apple can say, what do you want? What do you want? we got it just tell what do you want right so that's what i think apple should do uh because i don't think it's you know i don't think apple's gonna take this sitting down i think that it's going to be resolved i think these watches are going to come back on shelves or if they if they for some reason don't then of course you can just skip this one and do the ultra threes and the series 10 right apple's gonna keep making these these stuff right they're gonna make apple 15 well they got apple 15 now they're gonna make 16 17 the iphone 18 they're gonna keep going right so that's not gonna be the end game for them but as the time being i do hope they're able to beat this band simply because i'm an apple guy um and i gotta now look into it and probably look into it today to see hey will the ultra 2 still be on store shelves because i do want one i do want to upgrade my my current apple watch um but you know with the band being there it's, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic um i hope it's not true that apple still hold massimo's technology i i don't know i don't work for apple um because if evidence shown that it is done and it's kind of show evidence is showing because they're banning it you know there's going to be a huge settlement which apple has it right but there's going to be a huge settlement towards Massimo medical company right um i do think there's a way that these two companies can work together for the greater good because you got to work for the greater good for your consumers that's the end goal for every business work for the greater good for your consumer That's the end goal within your company. That's how you stay profitable, right? So I do, I do hope that they come to a common ground when it comes to this. Um, I just hate it when I see companies that are thriving, right, making some very innovative stuff, and then they happen to take a back seat because of you know this this thing right here. I think Apple is a great company, honestly. Um, I don't work for Apple, right, but I buy their Apple products because they're just great. I want to get their their VR headset. But that's a $4,000 headset, I just, I'm not, I'm not willing to throw a vote at that, but Apple has some cool stuff and they're very innovative. And it just for, from a business perspective here at Campbell entertainment, minus the cameras and lights, we predominantly have Apple products to edit, right? So it's just one of those things that it does work. Um, but it's sad to see that this, um, this chain is going down. It's sad to see that, um, this happens. And it, it, do, it does happen in, in the world real world. So it's, it's unfortunate. But yeah, shout out to Apple. Shout out to Apple. So before we wrap it up here on this morning's podcast, of course, we got Addison. Take it away, Addison.
1: Nike on Thursday unveiled plans to cut costs by about $2 billion over the next three years as it lowered its sales outlook. The stock fell about 10% after hours. Nike shares were up 4.7% so far this year through Thursday's close, lagging far behind the Sand P500s gains for the year. Retailer Foot Locker, which has leaned heavily on Nike products, fell about 7% after hours. Nike now expects full-year reported revenue to grow approximately 1%, compared to a prior outlook of up mid-single digits. In the current quarter, Which includes the second half of the holiday shopping season, Nike expects reported revenue to be slightly negative as it laps tough prior year comparisons and sales to be up low single digits in the fourth quarter. Last quarter as I provided guidance, I highlighted a number of risks in our operating environment including the effects of a stronger U.S. dollar on foreign currency translation, consumer demand over the holiday season, and our second-half wholesale order books. Looking forward, the impact of these risks is becoming clearer," Finance Chief Matthew Friend said on a call with analysts. This new outlook reflects increased macro headwinds, particularly in Greater China and EMEA. Adjusted digital growth plans are based on recent digital traffic softness and higher marketplace promotions, life-cycle management of key product franchises, and a stronger dollar that has negatively impacted second half reported revenue versus 90 days ago. The company still expects gross margins to expand between 1.4 and 1.6 percentage points. Excluding restructuring charges, it expects to deliver on its full-year earnings outlook. As part of its plan to cut costs, Nike said it's looking to simplify its product assortment, increase automation, and its use of technology. Streamline the overall organization by reducing management layers and leverage its scale to drive greater efficiency. It plans to reinvest the savings it gets from those initiatives into fueling future growth, accelerating innovation, and driving long-term profitability. As we look ahead to a softer second-half revenue outlook, we remain focused on strong gross margin execution and disciplined cost management," Friend said in a press release. The plan will cost the company between $400 million and $450 million in pre-tax restructuring charges that will largely come to fruition in Nike's current quarter. Those costs are mostly related to employee severance costs, Nike said. Earlier this month, The Oregonian reported that Nike had been quietly laying off employees over the past several weeks and had signalled that it was planning for a broader restructuring. A series of divisions saw cuts, including recruitment, sourcing, brand, engineering, human resources and innovation, the outlet reported. The company didn't immediately respond to CNBC's request for comment on the Oregonians' report. During Nike's fiscal second quarter, it posted a strong earnings beat, indicating its cost savings initiatives were already underway. But, for the second quarter in a row, it fell short of sales estimates, which is the first time Nike has seen consecutive quarters of revenue misses since 2016. Here's how the sneaker giant performed compared to what Wall Street was anticipating, based on a survey of analysts by LSEG, formerly known as Refinitiv.
2: Thank you, Addison, for sure. So that's gonna wrap it up here on KLP in the morning. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. I hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. But stay tuned this week. Of course, tomorrow we're gonna to be coming back into the studio to give you guys another episode of KLP Aftermath with me and Rocco Styles. And also during the week, we're going to be giving more of the Spectrum Podcast uh, Blaze Rider. And my girl, Monica Gray, will be here in the studio to give you guys that podcast the remaining of this week. But I do got to make an announcement to all of our fan base out there as well. Uh, Two announcements. Um, First announcement is kind of eh. Second announcement is just announcing closure for us for Christmas. Um, And I think I and and I'll say it here on the podcast and it's going to be on our website, by the way. um, Effectively starting this this december and it actually it started on december 10th but i'm late to because i was supposed to announce it in the last episode i just didn't um yeah clientele will be discontinued for klp entertainment um unless you are a private client there's some stimulations with that but any outside client will be discontinued as of december 10th this year um the reason why we're doing that is because i'm tired uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I see a lot of memes on social media about people, independent contractors, independent video creation, people like us. We work with clients who could be difficult or do not understand video production and how it really works. Um, so I got a little bit stressed about it. This this year, I've had clients that didn't understand how KOP Entertainment works and how our production works, right? Um, people not understanding that files are big when you're filming in 4K. And I see it, cause I, you can see it on Instagram. I see it on TikTok too. Cause there's a lot of creators that we give clientele and work for clients and they don't understand. And you feel something that day and they say, so can we have it done by the night? No. And I had clients that didn't understand that. I had photography clients who wanted to give me a very, very low rate for my skill i decline them because i'm not going to take a low rate for this because the, the minus scale and then even with with photography clients i've had they want me to do photo shoot but then they wanted me to pay for the venue the place the location right i have to travel all my equipment there right and then it's it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of money lost on our end and it's the same thing when it comes to video um video people wanting video and not knowing how it works and how the file works and how my my editing style works um so yeah we're going to be canceling and and uh, no longer offering clientele work um unless you are a private uh client which i disclose those to my private clients my private clients are my big clients they give the most money to us um for our work. So I'm going to keep my client my private client list up and running. But when it comes to my non-private client list, clientele, we're going to be nope. Um, we were not going to offer any editing services from unprivate clients. Um, it's just unprivate clients are just very difficult to work with, and I'm just done. I'm tired. I don't want the stress because we are filming our own shows and our podcasts, and we're filming our own movies, right? So we just we're profitable more that way. It's, I'm just gonna put it out there to our fan base: we're just more profitable that way. It's just easier for me. It's less stress, um, even because my making movies, like the latest movie we just filmed, "City Never Sleep," that was the most. I don't want to say the most stressful. Well, actually. Yeah, that was the most stressful because I'm working with voice actors who are part of SAG. I'm working with my service, uh services that, you know, they took some time off. My distribution gave us a little bit of headache to get it out there, right? So that was the most stressful. I have enough stress um, when it comes to making movies and podcasts and also being a director for uh, uh, GSU Georgia State. So it's a lot. So that's just my announcement. I meant to announce that last podcast, but I just forgot. Um, but that's where that's where we're going with it um effectively december 10th we will no longer be taking clientele unless you are a private client and you're willing to pay big bucks for the service um no low service no no low rate services for anybody here so um made that announcement to all my staff members here at kelp entertainment so they know um second announcement before we wrap up on a better light lighter news uh yeah so we're gonna be coming back here doing more shows for you guys uh this week the spectrum podcast and the klp aftermath um and then next week is christmas week we're shutting it down i need a break it's christmas right christmas is on monday i am going uh chilling at the house traveling going to the gym getting myself right for the new year so we're going to be just hitting the pause reset rest and start back up Again for January. Can't wait. January 2024. 2024 is going to be lit. It's going to be a great year for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here. KOP uh, in the morning with your host KOP Kennedy Lucas. I say to my people here in Atlanta, stay safe, stay swanky. Peace. Go, what's going on in Hot
1: Live from Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Brings back the hottest hip hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. Then KLP in the morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas.
2: You know what it is? Put your hands up. Tune
1: in now on any audio platform.
2: Go.